Happy Monday night, everybody. Welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke, fresh off of the coming back from the little mini vacation trip, but I did get to watch both of the conference title games, and really the theme of today's show is vindication. What is vindication, you ask? It's ultimately getting proven that you're right. Just to paraphrase, you can always dictionary.com and give me the formal definition in the comment section. But just to paraphrase, just for giggles and poops, um, it's finally getting validation that you're right. Getting confirmation. And ultimately, it's a fancy way of saying, I told you so. Yes, I know. You can go back to the weekend section. You can go to the weekend pick section that I released for you guys before I left town. And I did pick Baltimore to win 33-30. to I did. I admit it. But for that whole weekend leading up to it, that Friday when I was traveling, Saturday when I was doing nothing, and then... Sunday leading up to that game, I literally did not know who I wanted until I saw that first half. You know, this big, bad Baltimore defense that led the league in sacks, I don't even think they touched Mahomes. I think they only got him once, maybe not even at all. And, um, by the way, I, you know, you know, got told how great of an offense this Lamar Jackson Ravens offense truly looked, yet they only ran the ball 16 times. 16 times. And your only points were that first touchdown to Zay Flowers on the very first possession of the game, never scored a point after that. So, hmm. Why? Where is the two-time MVP, Lamar Jackson? Oh, wait a minute. He's gonna, I mean, d- d- don't get me wrong. He's he gonna be the MVP, right? You go 20-37, you know, two picks... A touchdown, and yeah, went for 200 and something yards. Cool. That's um very, very valuable, don't you think? Oh, wait a minute. That's not, is it? Now, for all of you that are going, man, you picked Baltimore. Why the hell are you gloating? Because for those of you who have followed the show, you know where I'm going with this. And you know I'm not a huge fan of Lamar Jackson. I don't care who he is as a person. He could, I mean, first off, the dude can barely speak English. But let's, let's, he can barely speak English. And he's from America, you know. He speaks ghetto English. But you know what? That's just him as a person. Otherwise, fine, do what you want. That's my only knock against him as a person. But as a football player, <laughs> uh, 
yeah, you're a two-time, you're going to be a two-time MVP on NFL Honors Night, which will be on February 8th on my birthday on CBS. By the way, just in case you do want to watch that, I will not, but I will get updates along the way and I'll be here to go, yay, Lamar won a regular season award. But um, the presumptive MVP now has two, count them, two playoff wins. You know who also has two playoff wins? Why, the quarterback of the team that's over my left shoulder, my Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Baker Mayfield. You know who also has two wins? Dakota Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys that you all, and don't get me wrong, Dak is average. But that's why I expect of average quarterbacks, not out of two-time MVPs. You know who also has two wins? I, I, I'm, I'm very certain. I mean, let's not let's be careful here. But C.J. Stroud has one playoff win already, and he's a rookie. Jordan Love has one playoff win already, and he's a first-year starter. Uh. Trying to go through all the list of quarterbacks here. Josh Allen has more wins. Burrow has more wins. Trying to think of all the other ones. Tua doesn't yet. Um, Patriot guys, none of them do. Derek Carr. Hasn't had a playoff win. Trying to just go through the list, so bear with me here. But the point is, you're a MVP. You know the V stands for valuable, right? That means without you, they can't win. But as Lamar Jackson has now proven on Sunday, and the Ravens proved on Sunday... You can lose with Lamar Jackson as quarterback, and I don't care how better of a passer he had improved, he still wasn't good enough on the deep ball, and um, they didn't run the ball enough. Only 16 carries? Yeah, that's a problem for a team that supposedly led the league in rushing attempts. Now, don't get me wrong, Steve Spagnuolo called a perfect defensive game, and Travis Kelsey actually, with his boo thing sitting in the luxury box, for as much as I don't care for that, you know, 11 targets on 11 catches, he passes Jerry Rice all time in postseason receptions, you know, that's, I, I think it's like a 154 now for Travis. So, I get it. The Chiefs played well. Dominated time of possession. Made Lamar uncomfortable. And for all intents and purposes, the two-time MVP is not really an MVP. 
I cannot believe I'm saying this, but thank you, Kansas City, for proving once again that Lamar Jackson is not a superstar quarterback. He is not. Definitely not after how he acted after that interception that he threw. By the way, don't blame Isaiah White. Likely, do not. I've I've heard the comment section or read the comment section with that one or heard the rumors out there about that one. Knock it off, people. It's Lamar that's got to throw the dude the ball. You don't throw into double coverage with a third guy fooming in. So it's a quasi-triple coverage. Don't pull that game. Uh-uh. Don't pull that at all. Again, that's one vindication I got from the AM1 game on Sunday. The other... Man, this is sweet. I'm sorry, Lions fans. I did pick the Niners, but I was rooting for the Lions. And honestly, the Lions played a perfect first half. Outside of the flea flicker, uh, the Lions were perfect in the first half. Dang near. Ran the ball like crazy. Jameer Gibbs had some incredible speed. Everything worked for the Lions. But the reason I'm bringing up the Lions and not oh, clapping for the Niners here is because the, the Lions gave the Niners the game. I know, Lions fans, I know the Amon Ra drop and the Josh Reynolds drop on that fourth and two. Not good. The Amon Ra drop when you guys were only up seven. That wasn't good. It wasn't. I get it. There were plenty of other reasons. But going 0 for 2 on 4th down. Now, I know statistically, 4th down failures do not count as turnovers. But in my opinion, they do. So if you count it, the Lions had Three, three turnovers, the Jameer Gibbs fumble, and then the two failed fourth down conversions. When you're up 14, Dan Campbell, take the points. I have screamed it for the entire league. Not just the Lions, not just the Bucks, not just the Chiefs, and not just the Niners. Every freaking offensive coordinator in this league thinks they're smarter than God when it comes to creating plays on fourth down. They want to be so cool. They want to be so aggressive. But look at what you did when it didn't work. What I have always talked what I've always told my dad and actually, he kind of agrees with me on this. But what I've always said when I watch these games, if it doesn't work, that other team has to make you pay. And the Niners did that. Granted, yes, you had the fluke catch with Ayuk. I get it. But don't give a good team a fresh set of life. The Lions did that twice. 
And that is truly why you lost. You didn't lose because of the drops. You didn't lose because of the failed trick plays, although that could have saved a lot of it if at least that second flea flicker would have worked. But do not tell me, well, we had other we had other reasons we lost. Yeah. But it wouldn't have been an issue had you just taken the points. All I'm saying is I don't care if you're Kyle Shanahan, Andy Reid, or the other 28 coaches, because Seattle and Washington don't have a head coach yet, although that might change this week. But I don't care if you're Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan, Todd Bowles, or whoever it is. When you have the opportunity to go for the points, take the damn points. And nothing felt more vindicated than to see that. I'm sorry, Lions fans, that your heart got broken. I'm sorry you blew a 17-point lead and your road playoff losing streak still continues where you have not won a road playoff game since 1957. I get it. But when you have an opportunity to take the points, you take the points. Because eventually, that's gonna come back to bite you. Everybody likes the aggressive shit when it works. But when it doesn't, it costs you championships. It's going to cost you a job. It might not for Dan Campbell right now. But holy crap, if the Lions never get back to an NFC title game and they fall back into the doldrums of the NFL where they've been for most of my life, I can name two calls that... Yeah, I can name two calls... That put the Lions back in the pit of NFL despair. Right now you're in the pit of... Actually, right now you're at the pinnacle of NFL ecstasy for a team that has not been to a Super Bowl. You're at the pinnacle of NFL ex ecstasy. But if the Lions fall back into the pit of despair, look back at those two fourth down conversions in the NFC Championship game of 2024, January 28th. January 28th of 2024, die-hard Lions fans or even bandwagon Lion fans, look back at those two calls and you will wonder, huh, I wonder if... I'm sorry, but that's why I felt... Those were my two hugest takeaways. Stats didn't even mean that much. Although the Travis Kelsey thing was impressive where he basically caught everything where he was targeted. Where he was like 11 for 11 at one point. That was impressive. But otherwise, those are my biggest takeaways from, the, from Conference Championship Sunday. Now I'll give you the keys to the game next week. But those are my takeaways as far as what I saw on Sunday. That was it. Now, as far as all the other sports, let's go ahead and give you guys the picks for tomorrow, and then I will be out of here. Let's see what time it is. Yeah, it's almost... It is almost midnight here out on the West Coast, so I'm going to go ahead and give you guys Tuesday's picks, and then I'm out.
Uh, I gotta get out of Safari real quick. All right, let's do it. Let's start in the NBA first. Uh, so for tomorrow, take the Lakers plus four and a half on the road against Atlanta. Take the Knicks minus four and a half at home against the Jazz. And go with the Sixers plus four and a half in San Francisco over the Warriors. So go minus four and a half or plus four and a half for the Sixers. Minus four and a half for the Knicks. My, plus four and a half for the Lakers. And those are your picks. So again, go Philly, go New York, and go with the Lakers. Those are your picks in the NBA for tomorrow. For my NHL fans, let's get you guys out of the way. Only two games for tomorrow. One game today and. That ended in overtime thanks to Claude Giroux on a really weird shot where he's kind of backing up, going, meh, meh, meh. he passes it, and then he's backing off. And, you know, ESPN kind of glare or glorified in the caption is like an odd angle. It's like, well, he's back, he's kind of skating backwards, and then it's like back, 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 and then he, he gets the puck back and he shoots it where you see Soros. I don't even think he saw it. But, eh. A heck of a shot either way. Um, anyway, let's go ahead and give you guys the picks. Again, only two games on tomorrow, so let's just do the picks for both. Go St. Louis, minus 170 on the money line, and go with the Kraken, minus 215. If you're on ESPN Bet and you see what San Jose goes off on the money line, good luck on that. <laughs> good luck. I mean, it's not pretty in San Jose right now as far as the hockey team. So take Seattle minus 215 on the money line and go with the Blues minus 170. If you're looking for a specific score, let's go 3-2 Blues over the Blue Jackets. And let's go 4-2 Kraken over the Sharks. Those are your picks in the NHL for tomorrow. And then for college basketball, let's... Get you guys for Tuesday. Let's go Tennessee minus 14 and a half at home against South Carolina. Marquette plus one and a half over Villanova. Illinois minus two and a half on the road in Columbus over Ohio State. Uh, Oklahoma plus three and a half over Kansas State. Go uh, Kansas at home, minus 16 and a half over Oklahoma State. And let's go San Diego State, plus two and a half over the Rams in Fort Collins. So go San Diego State, plus two and a half. Go Kansas, minus 16 and a half. Oklahoma, plus three and a half. Illinois, minus two and a half. Marquette, plus one and a half. North Carolina, minus nine and a half. And Tennessee, minus 14 and a half. So those are your picks for today. Actually, for tomorrow, rather. I will see you guys Wednesday. Peace out. And I will see you guys on Wednesday. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. 
Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick. Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well. Or anywhere else you get this podcast. You can also watch this show on Rumble.com. Or you can download the Rumble app in the Google Play or Apple App Store. You do not have to have an account to watch the Rumble videos, but if you download it or you go to rumble.com on your desktop computer, just search for AD Gerke. That's A D G as in girl, E H R K E. Again, that's the channel. It's just my username, AD Gerke. That's A D G as in girl, E H R K E on Rumble. A little tired still. Uh, please make sure that search is sent to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have every single episode of this lovely podcast, which I believe now is up to episode 655. Either 55 or 56. But like, comment, and share so we can sneak up the algorithms. Speaking of algorithms, you can follow this show on social media. Through the Facebook page, which is the Austin's Audit Podcast. The Instagram hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. For post-episode interaction, you got to follow me, yours truly, on X. For post-episode interaction, that's Austin underscore Gerke on X for post-episode interaction. And for giggles and poops, just follow either my Instagram ha- Instagram handle, which is at Spamonti, or... Or, for my Snapchat, just search Austin Gerke or Austin Gerke 14. That's my name and my favorite number, 14. With that, I'm logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. And I will see you guys on Wednesday. <laughs>